Welcome to Mindful Space to Pause. Your host is Dee Lee. In our show, you'll experience what it means to take a break, get in tune with your true self, and be in the present. Now, here is your host, Dee Lee. Welcome to our show, Mindful Space to Pause. My name is Dee Lee, and I'm your host today as we explore how to practice putting intention into deliberate action. We can begin applying this immediately as we embark on this personal design assignment of ourselves. Wayne Dyer said, act as if what you intend to manifest in life is already a reality. Eliminate thoughts of conditions, limitations, or the possibility of it not manifesting. If left undisturbed in your mind and in the mind of intention simultaneously, it will germinate in the physical world. Is there a gap where you find yourself now and where you really want to be? A lot of us think the gap is there because we are lacking the knowledge of how to build the bridge to get where we want to go. Typically, we go looking for new knowledge to fill in the how, and we get excited with all of the information we are learning. It is really possible to fall actually into the gap and get lost rather than actually completing the bridge we started building. The time spent deep in the learning mode can be a waste of time if you do not deliberately apply your additional knowledge you acquired. Having good intentions are great, but moving forward with the new information requires practicing new skills to get results. And that practicing is what we're, we're contemplating and we're planning and we're discussing and looking at with some deep observation, with looking at ways to be able to get forward in our motion here. When you get time to get around to pause, stop what you are doing and come on in. That's one of my little quotes. Um, Our human challenge, though, is to practice deep observation, deep inspiration, and deep experience being present with all of our senses. And in the stillness of your presence, you can feel your own formless and timeless reality as the unmanifested life that animates your physical form. You can... then feel the same life deep within every other human and every other creature. You look beyond the veil of form and separation. This is the realization of oneness. This is love. That's Eckhart Tolle. An intention is a guiding principle for how you want to be, how you want to live, and how do you show up in the world. And we do a lot of different kinds of uh, activities. Some of it um, is helpful. Others are just activities. But we meditate. We can meditate, do yoga, and um, asking ourselves what matters to ourselves. Your answer could form a powerful intention for which then you can align your thoughts for your meditation. And the intention doesn't need to really stop when the meditation ends. It then becomes part of your guidance that you can then use for going about your day or week or whatever your period focus is. Arnold Glasshouse said, an idea not coupled with action will never get any bigger than the brain cell it occupied. That's pretty interesting. At the beginning of every yoga class, Most teachers will ask you to set an intention, but that's it. They only want 
you to set the intention and just have it sort of hanging out there. And what you want to do is not just set it to hang out there, but you want to get it so that it's actually there's inspiration with the intention and activities happening so that basically it's not just a goal. It's, it's basically something that you attack in a full focus and you have expectation that something's going to start aligning in your life. It's an aim, but it's also an attitude that you want to be committed to. Intentions must come from your heart, and they're not, um, I mean, goals are a little different. There are different kinds of goals, but as an intention, you want to have something that has feeling and purpose, and you can say, open my heart, and I'm going to be doing this. Setting an intention is a way to bring alignment and um, focus into your your mind and your um, and your heart. So why do we really look at these things as important? So when you set an intention, if you if you do a lot of meditation um, or physical exercise or uh, focus on an area that becomes more or less you know a, a feel good time for yourself, it's going to be something that you want to do. And Wayne Dyer said, our intention creates our reality. And um, we've also heard what you think you become or thoughts become things. When you do this focus with your mind, you're actually having something in your mind that you're thinking of, and it will help turn it into a reality. Dale Carnegie said, inaction breeds doubt and fear. Action breeds confidence and courage. If you want to conquer fear, do not sit home and think about it. Go out and get busy. When you're looking at intentions, how do you know how to set one up? I mean, they're not just, there's comments and there are ways to um, explore uh, to do this, but it's really tied to your personal thoughts. It's tied to your values and perspectives on life. We sometimes get confused and also um, can get confused ourselves um, when we're looking for something and wanting something and we sometimes align ourselves in a different way than we really should but you know what each time you do this you practice and you get better and better as you're uh, spending time with it and especially with certain aspects of intentions uh, where the mind goes, the energy goes, or where the intention is, the energy is. And when you start practicing, you start seeing results of your actions, and you get better practice when you're seeing something become in your reality. And you go, wow, I was thinking of it in this term, and this showed up, or I was distracted by this over here, and then it becomes harder to actually have it. Uh, maybe clear as to what is really showing up or maybe something else showed up that you weren't really focused on or that was caused because there was confusion. So where do you start? You want to start with thinking about what matters most to you. What would you like to build? I mean, think of this as building a bridge over a gap in a certain focus. And you want to build it so you can nurture your life. <coughs> Excuse me. And um, and when do you want this to happen? 
Are you uh, looking to align yourself with something specific? Do you have fear about something that you're having to let go or leave on the other side? Um, And in that same sense, what are you grateful for? So as you are looking for something um, and or thinking about um, ways to be somewhere or with something, um, think of finding balance in your life. This is, again, balance is another term as we have a lot of different things we focus on. When you open your mind and heart and look for peace, you want to look for steady and calm. These are language items, too, to think about that what do these mean? You want to embrace an act of courage. And part of this, too, is looking at what does it feel like when you place an intention out there. Things can show up and cause change. And when you're more clear about exactly what you're looking for, um, hopefully in that process, it might not all show up at once, but it's also very intending so that you can go forward and allow yourself to um, be working in a different purpose, but also with that same concept. If you think about these, um, when you put them into place, um, you can start your process by maybe listing some things out in just bullet words or phrases that help you to remind yourself these are the important things that matter. Deepak Chokra. Chopra said, intentions compressed into words unfold magical power. And in that, you know, magic is something that shows up and it's surprising sometimes. And maybe it wasn't something we focused on. So we can look at it with curiosity and think of it as, wow, that was really uh, very magical. When you look at it with a different level and Hope is is part of this, too, is that clarity and hope that what you're doing is you're being present, you're looking for better ways to, to manage your stress, you know, your confidence, and looking for um, something that um, is what is very important to you. And when you think of it in a clear way, that also helps the process. So, for some people, there are um, different understandings of mindfulness and meditation and different practices. So, how do we practice in some of this way, too? It's focusing and having a calm mind. Um, Sometimes we can feel um, like it's uh, quite a big effort because our minds are elsewhere or we're focused on other things. And so when we sit down to play the, the part here, when we feel like we should be doing this, um, again, it's scheduling time for yourself. We've talked about uh, scheduling time uh, aside from everything that you're focused on during your day so that you have this pause moment or moments um, sometime within your day so that you have that space and clarity and are able to find yourself Um, a calmer time for focused uh, efforts and when you take the time to have this schedule it's amazing how you'll start looking for uh, scheduling more of it because it it feels good Anthony Robbins said often we are caught in a mental trap of seeing enormously successful people and thinking they are where they are because they have some special gift 
Yet a closer look shows that the greatest gift that extraordinary successful people have over the average person is their ability to get themselves to take action. And action really is um, a deliberate focus. You know, you can have intentions and clarity and, and hope and plans and goals, and um, but if you don't take deliberate action, uh, you want to practice the idea of having potential, and, but then also you want to have deliberate action built into your activity. So it's um, it's interesting too because Ben Hogan is credited with inventing practice. You know, uh, he was a great golfer and um, said, I couldn't wait to get up in the morning so I could hit balls. I'd be at the practice tee at the crack of dawn, hit balls for a few hours, and then take a break and get right back to it. And part of the practice, you think also, what is that word? We talk about um, people practicing piano or music. What is practice? It's like a repetition and um, by breaking things down into deliberate decision processes and action, um, the practice can actually take a little time to get ready. Um, some people get into a deliberate practice and go the other extreme. Robert Schuller said, if you, make, if you will make a deliberate decision to develop a positive attitude, toward opportunities and obstacles, you are on your way toward having what is the most important quality in education, the power of positive thinking. What is deliberate practice? It really is a practice that is purposeful and systematic. When you do regular practice, it might mean that you're doing something which we could call mindless rather than mindful. But deliberate practice really is a focused attention, and that is mindful. So that when your your specific goal of improving yourself and you're looking to improve consistently, uh, it may take you know very long time to do this. Depends upon what you're practicing. What is the outcome? With regular practice, though, it's also uh, going to have a, a built habit and skill that you're going to be con- you know, able to also move into other areas of your life because you have found something that you've been able to grasp and understand, which is a huge um, beginning to other change that you can apply in other parts of your life. And when you show up and putting that also into action when you show up with your focus and see your results, you're going to feel very energized because that also gives your your internal system confidence and ability to look at um, results that possibly weren't there in your life before. It feels really good. When you think about these different aspects and, and the idea of practice and mindfulness and the and the um, alternate areas of um, what is the opposite of mindfulness it's really mindless activity and we we also find ourselves practicing mindless things um, we might not designate them as mindless but it's something that um, we can assume that if you're doing something on autopilot, a lot of times you'll find yourself repeatedly doing something 
as a current habit, but not feeling like it's really a um, habit that you might want to look at from a, a deliberate practice point, but you're doing it anyway. So the idea of pausing and getting um, into the motion of using the pause to contemplate, to calm down and um, look at something the idea is to focus and you want to break the patterns down into ways to uh, have things in separate parts. And as you go through this, you can test strategies of you know your test points so that if you focus on something with steps and you're finding yourself step one, step two, step three, in this, this pattern you're building, you're able to test and see if it works. And then you can integrate extra time if you need to, or you look at um, maybe a different structure, or if you have things that you're doing in a certain sequence, that sequence could be changed if you're in, actually tuned in. It's one of those where it depends obviously on what your focus is and what it is you're practicing. From a music perspective, um, you're mostly repeating things that are sections of a song and you know a song has lots of variables so you have practice that you need to have and um, accomplishments within that because you're concentrating and when you concentrate it does take a different focus in your mind and so um, that kind of concentration is peace and quiet sometimes on that note we're going to take a quick pause and we'll be right back Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. When you slow down, you give yourself a gift of time for being. Here in the abundant flow, thought seeds grow. Daily moments rush past and disappear into memory. Surround yourself with an essence of nature and feel a renewed sense of hope and peace. Watching a bee gather pollen, the wind playing with leaves, garden flowers presenting their unique, colorful faces. These are the simple joys possible. Our natural world gets left behind in the concrete jungle, digital maze, or inner and outer environment systems. Make a choice to fill your mind with uplifting images surrounding you with invisible access on your mobile devices, in your working and living environments. Pause pads are a quick momentary retreat for your mind to find a space to pause in the middle of a busy day for a moment for a reality break from a busy schedule, or as a reminder to take time for yourself to get uplifted. The pause pad break has so many benefits and yet is like a lily pad floating around in sight and in mind as a space to experience an immediate sense of calm. Take a break. Hit the pause pad button or send an email to mcspectrums at gmail.com. If you are looking to deepen your understanding of karma, the law of attraction, metaphysics, mindfulness, and intuition, be sure to tune in each week for You, the Universe, the Holistic Mind with host Catherine Potter. Catherine and her insightful guests will show how everything interconnects, explaining concepts and modalities that connect the mind and body. It's a refreshing look at the universe and the laws that govern it. Listen every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 
Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Mindful Space to Pause with your host, Dee Lee. If you'd like to connect with the show, we'd love to hear from you via email. You can send them to mcspectrums at gmail.com. That's mcspectrums at gmail.com. Now, back to Mindful Space to Pause. Hi, my name is Dee Lee, and we're talking about deliberate practice. And interestingly, um, it always follows some kind of similar pattern. Because what we want to do is we want to look, as we're pausing and taking a look at uh, a focus, we want to break things down into subparts. And when you do this, you can test out different strategies for each section and learn something about the overall process, but also learn from certain details and make changes as needed. So it's an interesting approach. Um, as we work with deliberate focus. And there is really a deliberate focus can be looked at as a recipe for success, you know, if we are maximizing our potential by taking and focusing more and more. And as we deliberately go forward, um, we understand that there are limitations. I mean, it's hard to practice all day. Uh, sometimes people get really tuned into an effort and they spend a lot of extra time on it and forget other things. Um, that's a little bit overkill, but it can also be something that um, helps at the start by diving into it. It really depends upon what your goal is, your intention with what you're focused on. Uh, Gandhi said, it's the action, not the fruit of the action that's important. You have to do the right thing. It may not be in your power, may not be in your time, that there will be any fruit. But that doesn't mean you stop doing the right thing. You may know, never know what results come from your action. But if you do nothing, there will be no result. So some people have visions of different things that um, that they've come up with and find that that helps in the ultimate intention by having a, a vision of excellence or um, a hope that there's um, something that's going to magically appear based upon uh, hours and hours of uh, practice some of this when you when you're learning uh, new skills or learning to play the piano that can or an instrument uh, practice is very critical because if you land on a wrong note that's a um, another challenge because people listening to you are going to you know cringe and that has a direct result on their pleasure of hearing what you're you're practicing for. Um, there is kind of a myth so that um, if you work in a full force, full force effort and find that um, sometimes when you um, work really difficult situations, you may not find yourself successful. But by taking time and really focusing, um, you're bound to have success with your efforts. Um, 
Warren Buffett said, someone sitting in the shade today became because someone planted a tree long ago. And what that really says is that someone took action to plant a seed, and the seed, or maybe it was planted by uh, itself as it fell off a tree or was planted with animals carrying seeds around, um, essentially that seed knew what it was to do, and it had a deliberate purpose to uh, grow into what it was intended for. The difference between deliberate practice and simple repetition is being able to have um, a feedback loop also. And when you've been able to um, have a uh, mastering the art of deliberate practice, um, you develop methods so that you can have continual feedback on your performance. And if you're practicing a piece of equipment or a musical instrument, you're going to have feedback because you're going to be able to create notes um, and into a, a beautiful flow of music. And there are different ways that you can look for this too. There are different ways to measure feedback. Um, how many pages did you read? You know, how many uh, number of certain things did you you do within your focus? Um, if you're trying to build muscle, um, what is your length of exercise time? And other goals and, and ways to manage the measurement process of getting through something with that, that focus. You know, it's almost like a proof that you did the practice. And it's something that sometimes we just have to find, you know, very small things that make us feel good saying, okay, I'm tracking my progress by, you know, certain efforts, you know, I go do the effort, and then you find yourself um, maybe finding that your efforts didn't actually result in the effort that you were hoping or your intention and you make a change in, in the strategy and um, and then your your focus goes up um, but also your effort goes up and your your end result goes up so humans can have a big capacity to improve our performance almost if we are trained in a focus and um, deliberate practice is not really a comfortable activity. It requires a lot of sustained effort and concentration. And we have to have a commitment to be able to do this because when we're committed, we're, we're going to go do it, or for the most part, we're committed. Um, the effort re is required to get to a different level. And it's not a magic pill. It doesn't all of a sudden just show up. Um, with that commitment, you know, it's the process is there that we feel good, and we may get to a point where we say, "Oh my gosh, I just really can't do that." But it's something where um, it's a practice practice that has purpose, and you'll feel good when you're working on it, and it sometimes depends upon you're working on, what you're working on, um, it, it helps your whole system in yourself, and it brings you to a new level. So it's really um, a very important um, potential to think of in that um, it does turn potential into reality, uh, doing it in um, a real effort with that process. So uh, think of it more like getting a mastery of certain 
um, processes. And how does that really, how long does it take for you to become, you know, the master of your craft? It depends upon, again, what your goals are and what it is you're focused on. Um, so it's looking for ways that um, some people will make the commitment and then look for ways to get out of it uh, because they find that that's really just not their um, what they really thought it was going to be. But it's interesting um, – and um, Dr. Seuss had uh, a strategy um, in 1960, two men had a bet. There was only $50 on the line, but it was, it was looking at um, Bernard Surf was the founder of the publishing firm Random House. And um, Dr. Seuss, um, they proposed that they would, write an entertaining children's book with only 50 words. So Dr. Seuss took the bet and won. The result was a little book called Green Eggs and Ham. And that one has, you know, basically sold more than 200 million copies. And it was really very popular, but it was also kind of a fluke because they were playing uh, games with words. And they ended up producing something that was just... It was rather ridiculous, but it also stretched the imagination, and it was just fun. It had lessons that um, basically, you know, we we need to look at uh, some of what this result was, too, because it was playing with words, having a game, and yet they ended up with something they uh, that was very powerful. And so uh, when you set yourself a limit, say if you were working with, um, a limit such as what they were doing with the words um, when you work with that limit or constraint you, you can basically work towards that but you also um, are working within that and by setting limits sometimes that will help the strategy looking for other ways to do something and uh, using a vocabulary list is one way or playing with words that, that rhyme um, it's going to also inspire your creativity when you have ways of uh, playing games with yourself if you have something you're trying to work with and um, again this is the uh, this is making what you're doing fun enjoyable and focused within your uh, area so um, when you basically are taking a look at uh, something with um your focus and creativity, um, you want to be able to figure out solutions so that you can go beyond your constraints, but also inspire yourself so that if you're uh, not just focused on the end result, you can see how you get there and also feel that as you get there, you ha may have different ways of looking at something that give you a different view than what you started out with. So being creative within this process too, when you are taking on action, you want to be present with your action and look at what you're coming along with. And it's possible that you could change directions based upon what shows up. That's also the fun part of having this <clears throat> ability to schedule and, and have something that you start working with, but also being present 
you're going to approach things with um, a different kind of focus. And those are sometimes um, the gifts. And when you look at these things, um, and a lot of times when we're, we're participating in a strategy, um, we might call ourselves something that puts a constraint on something, like some of the artist um, attitudes of people um, have to do with, I don't have enough of something. I'm, I'm in the effort of lack. I don't have enough time for something. I don't have enough money. Um, I don't eat this kind of food on my diet. Or there's some kind of limiting attitude that comes through from someone that uh, when they take a little different approach, um, the limiting part is um, one of these constraints that if we can figure out how to have that available to help promote the action without a negative process, you know, it, it again comes back to how you view and what are your perceptions. When we take a look at the total picture and you look from a limiting perspective, um, it can be a big constraint if, and you might give up. But if you look at it more from the standpoint of um, if you're in action on something and something shows up, you might just have to take a little different um, panel of, of thought somewhere and in that sense uh, look to see if there's a way to use, use that. When you are looking from this angle, um, it can be a whole different exploratory and the size of what you're doing could be changed pretty quick if you found a successful connection and um, and that could be successful in a way that you may not have even known about previously or anticipated. When you look at the elements of um, how the steps are to go through from a thought, uh, Napoleon Hill said, first comes thought, then organization of that thought into ideas and plans then transformation of those plans into reality. The beginning, as you will observe, is in your imagination. A lot of it takes the time to get it to that point where you can identify not just what it is, but what are the steps. You're, you're basically uh, laying out your plan and having it so that you have something to step on or try out and then make adjustments as you go. And that's part of the activity that um, sometimes it's difficult to see the whole picture and maybe not know exactly what it is that you're supposed to step on when you get out from your process. But it's important that you show up and, and start practicing and you practice with a purpose. It's something that um, it may not be clear exactly why you feel like this and maybe you're feeling like you're working too hard and maybe that work um, it's definition of work. You know, what is that really? Um, is is it really work? Um, again, it's the practicing and where you're going and what you're really doing with that. So it's interesting. Um, Warren Buffett said, someone's sitting in the shade today because, because someone planted a tree a long time ago. Well, that we we talked about because if someone's deliberately planting trees, that's a different attitude than if there is just a tree out there doing its thing. And so with a goal in mind, 
someone's planting trees because they look at it as a benefit for in 25 years, there's going to be a whole forest and look at the process of having more trees available and all the benefit of that uh, effort. So it's a small effort in somebody's mind, but also the effect is really large. So how does this really apply to your life? Um, You can really apply it by looking at um, a practice that uh, on a daily basis it might not look very big or impressive, but then you also can put it into um, process if you don't fall down the gap of feeling struggle and frustration because you're not growing as fast as you think you should um, or you're not developing or you use the the negative approach. It becomes heavier and heavier. So if you can um, take yourself along that and work with a, a more lighter feel, just looking at it from an effort, say you start with a smaller yeah, you know, if if practice is finding itself too big a, a time slot, and you're finding it's very cumbersome, um, break it down into a smaller um, time element so that you can maybe do it in a shorter time or in a different location, or feel better about it, so that you can see results and um, developing your skills. You're going to find it simpler as you put in your time, and you find it feels good. Um, it's really taking a look at it from a mindful perspective and having a choice in how you move through your day and respond to things. How do you find your choices um, showing up and how is that commitment so that you can say at the end of the day, um, look back into your day and feel good about what you've done. So that is um, part of the deliberate process is really being present as you are testing these different concepts out and um, looking for purposeful pauses within your day so that you can get yourself into a different mind frame. Um, That's part of the pause and they're very purposefully built within the days or should be so that you can take time to be present and think about what's going on within that. On that note, we're going to take a quick pause and we will be right back. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. When you slow down, you give yourself a gift of time for being. Here in the abundant flow, thought seeds grow. Daily moments rush past and disappear into memory. Surround yourself with an essence of nature and feel a renewed sense of hope and peace. Watching a bee gather pollen, the wind playing with leaves, garden flowers presenting their unique, colorful faces. These are the simple joys possible. Our natural world gets left behind in the concrete jungle, digital maze, or inner and outer environment systems. Make a choice to fill your mind with uplifting images surrounding you with invisible access on your mobile devices, in your working and living environments. Pause pads are a quick momentary retreat for your mind to find a space to pause in the middle of a busy day for a moment, for a reality break from a busy schedule, or as a reminder to take time for yourself to get uplifted. The pause pad break has so many benefits and yet is like a lily pad floating around in sight and in mind as a space to experience an immediate sense of calm. Take a break. Hit the pause pad button or send an email to mcspectrums at gmail.com. 
Tune in for Five Blossom Radio. Each week, host Denise Richard will discuss common interests in the fields of art, health, and spirituality. The series is arranged into three parts, focusing on Five Blossom Gatherings, the Four Voices Program, and Fires of Compassion. Every program is available on demand, so if you miss any part of the series live, be sure to catch up. Five Blossom Radio can be heard live every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You are listening to Mindful Space to Pause with your host, Dee Lee. If you'd like to connect with the show, we'd love to hear from you via email. You can send them to mcspectrums at gmail.com. That's mcspectrums at gmail.com. Now, back to Mindful Space to Pause. Welcome back. My name is Dee Lee, and we're talking about designated time slots in your day. Uh, deliberate action that um, helps to uh, move you along in your goals and your intentions. Um, a way to think about your day um, can help you in this process because a lot of us get up out of the morning and shot out of a cannon in a way and just move through all of the, the events and get to the end of the day and go, wow, what did I, what happened to me today? Uh, where was I? You know, I don't feel very energized here. So you might try uh, a couple of different uh, starting points by you know, taking time in the moment of the day, uh, maybe when you first arise or are ready to um, start out your day um, with whatever efforts you have going on, um, by taking 10, 10 deep breaths and by doing this in a, in a motion with yourself that uh, helps it's their automatically happening with you being present, you can really help feel them and it helps calm you down. In the middle of the day, you can also have a chance to take a look at how do you want to structure your afternoon. So you, you find pause points within different schedules and visualize what you would like to have going on. Um, maybe looking at purpose, what would you like to have unfold for you um, in the afternoon, your goals of accomplishing certain things or... Um, setting a tone for something that you're you're with working on and um, getting outside into an environment that gives you um, some nature uh, effect you know by taking walking and slow walking at a slower pace not with your face in your phone but really aligning yourself with your environment and working with your breath and feeling the presence in that environment, um, it is um, a non-interrupted uh, attention if you do this on a focused way of maybe 10 or 15 minutes. 
it, the fresh air is good, but it also helps increase your energy. And maybe you can um, interact in a, in a way with your um, energy and the nature area. If you have um, green areas or areas of um, having uh, ability to look at something with a closer observation, you know, flowers or colors, um, give it just a few minutes, you know, it's just a, a few minutes of time that you're um, exposing yourself to a different environment. And when you choose the activity um, and it triggers, you know, a response, you're going to look for those things uh, more and more as you're finding yourself feeling better for the result of that few minutes. Um, it's just a common situation where you want to feel better and you remember, oh, I was feeling better with this choice. You can also allow yourself in your schedule by putting together uh, time away uh, from notifications, phone calls, emails, and other distractions that really are trying to run you around and you want to have yourself so that you're not quite so distracted, but also looking for a way to uh, designate time for yourself. You can listen to music. Music helps to uh, focus and uh, create some time for uh, powerful thoughts that um, give you space to explore different things. And at the end of your day, you're going to find out you know, it, after repetition that essentially you'll be finding a reflection happening with yourself. And um, some people journal um, their interesting, um, ex it's an interesting exercise if you just have um, a starting point with a pad of paper and a pencil and just jot down um, some easy things to answer. It's not very complicated, but what did you learn today? Um, did you uh, have something that you celebrated? And um, what am I grateful for today? For myself, looking at it from a reflective perspective, it's almost like looking at a reflection in a pool of water. You know, you see yourself. You also can see the stars in the sky if they're a bit open. Um, if there's a sun or moon or light or other colors, it's can give you a different image and in that that process too you can then look forward to tomorrow what are your priorities for tomorrow so to clear your mind you want to be looking at it from a priority for the following day and say okay I want to uh, do such and such and so you're moving from one day to a, another focus for the next day and by doing this you're going to find yourself looking forward because you've cleared up, um, had reflection, uh, feel different, uh, you're, you're practicing presence too when you're doing this. And um, it's a test of patience sometimes with ourselves uh, because we don't feel like we have the time or we can't take the time. And, and this again is um, in our own process, we can do that. That's part of our uh, development of this mindfulness process within ourselves is that we do need to put ourselves as important as our waiting list of long to-dos that other people have given us or possibly we've put on that point. 
And we want to be able to um, unclutter our minds and re-energize ourselves um, as we go, not just about our day, but in our uh, time in the evenings and, and getting ready for the next day. Um, so how, does, how do we do this? How do we take steps to detox and energize ourselves? Um, we want to start with uh, setting intentions for ourselves for the next chapter that we look at. And it steps us up into a conscious presence that um, we're not just going to leave everything up in the air or to chance. And as we do this, it could be identifying a word or phrase that can be a feeling that you want to attain. Um, and when you think of this intention, you might have it so that you either write down that word or have something to remind yourself that this is your highest purpose uh, for whatever your focus is. When you spend time outside, um, outdoors, and you're, you're looking to invite encouragement and inspiration, um, it gives you that energy. It will give you a feeling of physical and mental health lowering the stress it also quiets your mind and this kind of outdoor powerful um, detox is just amazing it doesn't have to take very long to do this so you can go for a walk you can um, actually look out the window too if it's raining or go out and stand in the rain that is quite an experience when you schedule time like this and add the space and add the, the, the time is a pause, in a, and a pause in our minds is not very much time. Again, it's all perspective. Um, we're going to find it going to be easier and easier as we look for these opportunities. When you're out in the, in the nature, it's also a good idea to uh, leave your technology um, in your pocket or pack or not even on your person, but have it so that you can um, access the emo the exchange within your in new environment as you're walking through this and um, you're not being distracted with uh, your phone dinging or you're trying to um, stay up with the latest. Um, you want to be able to get away from certain technology for a certain time because you need that that release. Um, but it's also a good idea in the evening to come back and, and reflect on what you're doing, um, how you've done it, let go of any challenges, feelings you have, and you want to start the next day by saying, wow, I do have that effort to be looking for something and find it. Jack Canfield said, everything you want is out there waiting for you to ask. Everything you want also wants you, but you have to take action to get it. And in that moment of taking a look, it's very interesting because the, the process um, can feel very daunting and um, it's something that uh, sometimes we have to try different action plans um, and feel like maybe that's the, the part that um, we have to try different ways and be creative with how we approach this. Um, it's not going to be the same thing for everybody. Uh, there's different ways to start, um, start the process. And so that, um, and as you go about that, 
you want to be as efficient and productive as you want to uh, approach so that your time is precious. And we know that that is something that um, time is all, all, all very precious. But it's also available uh, for us to be able to take that time and focus on it. Uh, we want to practice the approach um, of taking more time for ourselves and making it an important decision to be able to do that um, and not be comparing ourselves with other people as we're trying to become more and more uh, in our own mode of our, our development of our um, new, new um, approach here. So um, there are ways to do this in looking at um, journaling, being present, living in the moment, uh, volunteering so that you can practice different things, possibly um, without having to think of them. Um, and Mother Nature is a great um, open, open arm experience. And I suggest that you start that we all start this journey now of opening up to that love and the opportunity to explore. Um, I wrote a poem recently, um, when I open my eyes, I see love flows freely through me. When I open my ears, I hear floating songs of melody. When I open my feelings, I ensure I am truly connected. When I open my voice, I share my vocal light everywhere. When I tune to my sense of smell, I am enveloped in dancing aromas. When I open my full heart, I know I'm made of a lot of parts. And with this mindful sensing, I find the creator is simply in me. And within that, we know that um, we are taking the responsibility and we know that we have that opportunity and that we can actually uh, make something happen that uh, might seem like it's very far away in our um, plan and our intentions. And, and we know that uh, by taking uh, more and more focus and, and taking care of distractions and scheduling time for ourselves, we're going to be able to become more empowered to be stepping forward and practicing, but also uh, knowing that that practice is going to have all kinds of positive results. So on that note, have a great pause for the next time, and we look for you forward to um our next time here in our pause points and uh, have a great weekend. Thank you for joining us this week on Mindful Space to Pause. Tune in every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition featuring your host, Dee Lee, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll see you next time.